Do you schedule and host events in the Jewish community? Conferences, webinars, local events? Please consider adding your events to Jcast Network's newest project, the Jewish Communal Events Calendar. Don't schedule events, but know someone who does? Invite them to add their events. If we all work together, we can create another wonderful resource for the Jewish community. Visit our calendar and post your events at jcastnetwork.org slash jcpc. You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit mikenopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. So we're uh, moving toward the end of uh, this essay that we've been studying um, a little bit from every month, um, Nitivo Shalom's first essay on uh, prayer, uh, which is, uh, as you might recall, titled Avodah Shebalev Zotfila. That prayer is the uh, is the work of the heart, or the service of the heart, or the sacrifice of the heart. Uh, and in it, he has uh, the Nitivo Shalom has been uh, um, making the argument that the essence of prayer is uh, uh, what he calls dvekut, uh, which is the Hebrew word for uh, clinging to God, a right? union with God. Uh, that the the point of prayer is to uh, Sort of d- dissolve your uh, your your selfness, right? Your uh, and and be in total connection, total communion with God, uh, and uh, and so um, he's uh, analyzed prayer from a handful of different angles and talked about how how each of those uh, first talking about um, what that uh, what that means just in sort of the the vein of. Um, Personal prayer, spontaneous prayer, which really for for Nitivo Shalom is really sort of the the ideal or the objective to kind of uh, be able to be in a prayerful uh, way of being in the world, but also uh, uh, be able to cultivate our own sort of personal prayer lives and be able to actually like give our hearts over to God, to speak our hearts out to God. Um, so that's the first part of the, the essay, and then he talks about um, different aspects of traditional Jewish prayer and how they fit into that scheme of prayer being ultimately about Tevekut. He talks about um, uh, uh, the element of prayer that's primarily about thanksgiving, and he talks about the element of prayer that's primarily about praise, and how and that was what we looked at last time was uh, um, so much of prayer is about praise. How how do you connect the idea of praising to the idea of union with God or connecting with God? Uh, and then we have a third part of prayer, which is petition. Where we're, so a little bit later today, or if we don't get to today, today then then in a couple of weeks when we meet again, we're going to look at uh, petition, which is really the third. Uh, Aspect of traditional Jewish prayer of Thanksgiving, praise, and petition. It's gonna, and he's gonna ask the the question, which I think is a is a good question. Um, you know, what way can we consider petition to be um, part of the same system of of prayer, or part of the same purpose of prayer, being about union with God? connecting with God. So he's going to talk about that. And, and, uh, that's, uh, so we're going to start with part four of this first essay today. And, uh, that, what I just described is also in part five. So if we get to that today, then we'll get to it today. If not, we'll get to it next time. 
Uh, I, I don't care. I mean, I can play a little tennis with my, with my head. Doesn't matter. Um, um, yeah. So, okay. So we're on uh, page one. It's the one with the circle on top and down toward the bottom of the page uh, where you see the, there's a Hebrew letter Dalid and uh, some text blocked off. Uveofen miuchad shayach kolzeb etfilot hashabbat shekol inyanam shira v'gaguim. Okay, so uh, what he so he's moving from the conversation that we uh, talked about last time about uh, how how prayers of praise uh, fit into this scheme of of, of prayer being about uh, connecting with God, and so he's going a little bit deeper into this idea here. Hello. He's going a little bit deeper into this idea here, uh, uh, noting that you know in uh, in in typical weekday prayer, uh, only a portion of the prayer service is praise. Right? And then there's a portion of the prayer service that's petition, and there's a portion of the prayer service that's thanksgiving. Uh, but Shabbat uh, is uh, is is almost entirely praise. Right? So. Uh, so he's going to be building off of what we talked about last time uh, uh, um, about about uh, how praise fits in the scheme. And if you rem- if you recall the whole the whole premise that he talked about last time with with praise was that um, uh, praise is like uh, is like a love song, right? And it actually uh, is one of the deepest kinds of uh, connections that you can have with God. The way you feel with a lover when you're reading your lover love poetry. Right? Or, or speaking uh, kindly to them, or nicely to them, or praising them. I read it, this is an amazing thing, I, I uh, heard a statistic the other day um, that uh, um, I think it's, um, I think it was attributed to Marty Seligman, who is the founder of a, of a, of a relatively new field in psychology called positive psychology. And what he said is that uh, couples who uh, say, uh, Five nice things to each other a day um, have a ninety-five uh, percent uh, success rate in marriage. Right? Like uh, um, only five percent of couples that do that end up getting divorced. And right? when you compare that to something like fifty percent of couples, uh, or, or maybe it's a little lower than that now, forty percent of couples divorce. Um, uh, it's a pretty amazing statistic. Um, and it also works the other way around. Uh, couples who say uh, negative things to each other are statistically, you know, the inverse is true. Statistically much higher to get divorced. So uh, if you think about that in terms of the, the relationship with God, right, and, and in terms of prayer being about um, uh, strengthening the relationship, right, in, in one sense is about a strong bond between, between us and God, then, um, then, then uh, positive expressions facilitate that, right? Um, it's not necessarily that God needs to hear them, but it strengthens our love for God and our connection to God when we say them. Uh, and so, so that's more or less what he said about uh, praise in the previous uh, uh, section. Now he's going to say, okay, he's going to expand on that and say Shabbat, the prayers of Shabbat are, are almost entirely pr- prayers of praise, right? Um, so, Zeshir Shavach Shel Yom Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm on page one uh, in uh, the break in the first column where it says Dalit. 
Okay, I'll, I'll just go back to the beginning of that because it was only a sentence, sentence in. Okay, so in a special way, all of this is connected to the prayers of Shabbat. Because the, the whole the whole business of of the prayers of Shabbat are our song and celebrations. Zeshir Shabach Shel Yom Hashvi'i Shabo Shabbat Elohim Mikom Alachto. These are songs of uh, of praise for the seventh day, uh, because on the seventh day God um, uh, rested from all of God's work. Yom Hashvi'i Mishabach VeOmer Mizmor Shir Liyom Hashabbat Tov Lo Dot Lashem V'Chule. And the seventh day uh, itself. Uh, Praises uh, and sings um, a, a song for the Sabbath day. It's good to give praise to God. Right? It's an interesting way of thinking about um, when we recite the Psalm for Shabbat, which is uh, uh, Psalm 92. We recite it on Friday nights. We recite it on Saturday morning. And uh, usually we think about this is like this is a psalm dedicated to the Sabbath day. Um, but here, uh, what he's saying is that this might actually be this. It's it's a psalm put in the in the mouth of the seventh day. It's the seventh day itself singing praises to God. Um, so we so we in our prayer service on Shabbat we praise God, of course, but we also praise the Sabbath day, and in turn, the Sabbath day praises God. Right. So there's a sort of triangulation working there in in our prayers on Shabbat. Ki Shabbat. Ki Hashabbat hi me'en olam haba, because Shabbat is a, is a is an aspect of the world to come. It's a it's a microcosm of the world to come. Um, I, I don't know if you guys guys have encountered that uh, uh, idea or that principle before, um, but it's a, uh, a an idea from uh, rabbinics uh, that uh, that Shabbat is as close as we come on earth to what a uh, what a perfected world looks like what heaven is like um, and, uh, and and you know in any number of levels right so um, in the sense of abstaining from uh, creative work right um, uh, that uh, that you know in, in in heaven there's no there's there's no lack for things, right? There's no there's no need for it. Um, in terms of uh, abstaining from things like you know cooking, right? You, you have no needs in 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 Olamaba. But there's even more than that, right? The sense of uh, um, community that's ideally engendered on Shabbat, right? And uh, um, uh, fellowship and camaraderie with with other people, uh, and then of course um, uh, prayer. Right, so they say about Olam Haba, the idea of Olam Haba um, is that, in in a sense, it's reunification with God. Right, our souls are are a, a piece of God that are uh, that are sort of uh, you know slowed down into matter uh, for a brief period of time uh, before ultimately uh, returning back to God. Uh, and uh, and so uh, uh, so Olam Haba then is when our soul reunites with God. So Shabbat is an opportunity at a time um, to, uh, to sort of divorce ourselves from all the things that we think are really important about our own material lives in a given day and dedicate a day just for relating to God, right? Just for reuniting. V'chot filoteha mivta'im omek hishtokakut lehargashat kirvat elokut. And so all of the prayers of Shabbat... Um, uh, 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 indicate the depth of of uh, longing uh, of, of the longing and yearning for closeness to God. 
וכל עניין התפילה בשבת הוא אך להגיד שבחו של מקום, right? And so therefore all of the business of prayers on Shabbat are just to uh, speak the praises of God. One line, uh, is that line eight now? In, uh, in, this, in this piece of the paragraph. Right? And so therefore you can see uh, why uh, the sages said we should not uh, uh, ask for things on Shabbat. And they used specifically the example of uh, the prayer Rifa'enu, which means to heal us, right? So during the Amida, during the week, we say a, a prayer that, that goes Rifa'enu Adonai V'nerafeh, right? Heal us, God, so that we shall be healed. Um, and on Shabbat, we don't say that prayer. Um, and in fact, we don't say any of the petitionary prayers in the Amidah. Um, so the, the, the structure of the uh, Amidah works like this, is that the first three blessings and the last three blessings are always the same, but depending on the uh, day and time of day, uh, the middle blessings will be what changes. So on the weekday prayers, you have um, 13 petitionary prayers in that middle section. On Shabbat, uh, you have one prayer in that middle section. All those 13 are taken out, and just one prayer is put in. Sometimes, depending on the time of day, the wording of the prayer is a little bit different, a little longer, a little shorter. Um, but it's all basically one prayer, which is, right? Blessed are you, God, who sanctifies Shabbat. Um, and, uh, um, so, uh, and, and the entirety of that prayer, wherever you... Whatever version you look at it is all about is all about uh, um, is all praising God in some sense it's praising Shabbat it's praising God's relationship with with Israel and giving Shabbat but ultimately it's all praise of God um, and so we're we're told not to engage in, therefore in petitionary prayer on Shabbat so we don't say things like Rifa'enu um, on Shabbat. Um, and by the way, um, it's interesting. We, we do, during Torah service, have a prayer for healing. Uh, but if you look at the language of the prayer, it actually um, uh, doesn't ask God for anything. It, um, it, it just praises God as the one who has the capacity to heal people, right? Um, or, right so, Misha Barach Avateno Raham Yitzhak V'Yakov, Saru Karach Avaleah, Right, so if you, if, so what that means is, may the one who blessed our ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, and Leah, um, uh, uh, um, he is the one who uh, uh, blesses and grants healing to the sick. Right. So when I translated in services, I kind of translated in a more, you know. Uh, contextually appropriate way because people experience that as a prayer for healing. But if you look at the technical language of it, it's actually not asking God for anything, right? But you also say you don't right. have petitions on your Right, mind. right, so, right. But it was that put in because we don't have it? I mean, was it added in at some point? Well, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, so um, uh, the Hebrew that I, I'm referring to there uh, it doesn't say what I say in English. It says... Uh, Shabbat hi milzok. Um, Shabbat hi milzok, um, which 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 is like um, uh, yeah. I mean, it sort of means that. I mean, like, um, uh, uh, Shabbat is a is uh, um, Shabbat is um, away from crying. You know, something like that. Um, um, so. Uh, 
Anyway, so we don't say Rafa'inu on Shabbat. Shema Yiskor But what if uh, um, uh, you uh, remember that there is a, a, a sick person in your house? Right? Actually, sorry, I, I, I mistranslated there. So we don't say Rafa'inu on Shabbat because if we said that Rafa'inu prayer asking for healing on Shabbat, which is actually not, I mean, it is petitionary, but it's kind of phrased in the general, right? Rafa'inu Adonai V'nerafeh, heal us, God, so that we may be healed. It's in the plural. It's, you know, um, so we don't say it on Shabbat, lest we say it and remember that we have somebody sick in our family, right? Or sick, a, a loved one who's sick, right? And, um, and so, uh, and, and so, uh, um, so he says, what's the problem with uh, recalling that you might have a sick person in your home? Uh, because you'll pray for them. Right, and we should not pray for uh, petitionary things on Shabbat. Acha inyan sheim among line eleven, middle of line eleven. Acha inyan sheim b'chol yesh chalak hatvila shel sheilat sarcha v'bakashat rachamim b'tachnunim. Shal yedeze mamshich lo Yeshua lo ken b'Shabbat. Okay, so the the issue is. That if on uh, a weekday there's a part of the prayer service uh, that in which we ask for our needs, and we request compassion and we supplicate, um, and through that, through asking God for things, we'll have redemption, we'll have salvation, right? Salvation in the sense of like you know um, freedom from what's troubling us or, or repair for what's bothering us. Right? That's not the case for on Shabbat. Okay, on Shabbat, salvation comes to a person only through uh, speaking praises of God and uh, and through uh, um, prayer of song. Because it's a higher level. And so you don't need to ask for uh, um, compassion for a sick person. Because that's actually a lower level from the value of prayer of Shabbat. So what does that mean? What is that saying? That you, that you don't need petitionary prayer on Shabbat because the prayer of Shabbat is at a higher level than the prayer of, of weekday. So the Shabbat itself is like a healing? Yeah, how so? Maybe just all everyone's prayers. You don't have to specifically say whatever. Just the prayer itself. Right. So here's how I might put it. I think you're right. I, mean, I might put it, um, uh, um, you know, if Shabbat is me'en olam right, is a, is a taste of the world to come. If Shabbat is, not, is a moment in time where, where um, we reunite with God, right, then it's also a moment when, when all reunites with God, where everything reunites with God. Uh, and so, um, and so, uh, there's there's no need for petitionary prayers in that instance because um, we're 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 all sort of on the same um, uh, in in the in the same spiritual boat so to speak um, so the the needs 
are immediately present. You don't need to speak them. Uh, and so all that's needed in that moment is, um, is praise, which facilitates and, uh, and, and nurtures the relationship and unity with, with God. Right, so um, it's not that it's not that petitionary prayer uh, is is not necessary, and it's not that Shabbat is going to uh, heal a person uh, because of that. But um, um, but you're but it um, the, the 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 songs and prayers of praise on Shabbat um, are at a uh, are are of a dimension and at a level um, where they they transcend the need for petition, right? They, um, they, uh, they evoke, um, the unity of, um, everybody together. They, they evoke the relationship that everybody has, uh, with God. And so therefore, uh, um, a need for me, a need for somebody else, um, uh, reflects the disparity that we all have, right? So, um, so praying for my uh, fellow first recognizes them as an independent entity um, outside of God, right? And myself as an independent entity outside of God. Um, praying for myself does the same thing. Uh, it reflects, um, uh, 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 um, right? So, sorry, uh, um, my brain has a little bit of cold medicine, so it's a little bit cloudy, but. Um, uh, you see what I'm saying? Like it's, uh, yeah. Right. Right. When we, when we get into the spirit of Shabbat, then we automatically raise to the next level. Even, right. even if we don't totally feel it. But we, have, we, we raise to the next level where everything is met. Right. So we don't need to ask for it because it, it, it is there. And I didn't, I didn't block this out, but uh, I actually think it's, um, it, it's a good illustration of what he means here. So um, if you just, uh, on the bottom of that column, it, uh, after the marker, um, just keep on going just a little bit. It says, V'hu al derech de'ita b'mechota. So it's in the same vein of what the rabbis of the Midrash said. Parashat uh, b'shalach. So in, in the Torah portion known as b'shalach, which contains... The splitting of the uh, Red Sea. Al pasuk, al pasuk. Excuse me. Hashem yelachem lachem. On the verse that says God will make war for you, right? Uh, so, um, so the people are crying out. I'm at the uh, top of page one on the left hand side now, um, left hand column. So. Uh, uh, if you remember, the people see the Egyptians charging after them, and they cry out to Moses, and Moses uh, uh, tells them to to be calm, uh, and that Adonai Yilachem Lachem, God will make war for you. Amru Yisrael Moshe Rabbeinu. So the rabbis of the Midrash uh, imagined this conversation to happen. Um, so the Israelites said to uh, Moshe Rabbeinu, to Moses, our teacher, Moshe, Ma'aleinu Lasot. So Moses, what are we supposed to do? Amar lahem, atem to you, mifarim muromamim, venonim shir veshevach gedolav etifer lemi shalmachut shalom. Moses said to them, you should uh, exalt and glorify and, uh, and sing songs and praise, great praise uh, and, and a beautiful praise to the, uh, to the one uh, uh, to whom uh, kingship belongs, sovereignty belongs. V'davka al yedei zeh, shayu mifarim romamim nivka lahem hayam. 
right? And uh, and it's and it's because of this that they were exalting and, and praising uh, God that the sea split for them. Right, and that's why God said to Moses, "Like, why are you crying out to me?" Right, because in a time of need, you don't need uh, crying out; you, you rather you need um, exaltation and praise. And through this, you uh, they, they merited uh, the great revelation of the splitting of the Red Sea. I think that that's actually a really beautiful idea, that in a time of need, you don't, what, what, what we presume we need is to ask for something. And he's saying that actually what you need in a time of need is the ability to praise. Um, that praise is what's going to save you, not the request. Um, so you could be working on it. What's that? You could be working on whatever the problem is. God could be working on it. Actually yeah. praising him for the outcome. Right. That he's going to be positive. Right. Yeah. And well, thanksgiving before, and the gift will be more, at least more likely to come. Right. Because if you're asking for the wrong thing, you better hope you didn't get it. <laughs> Well, right, right. I mean, that's, you know... Um, we, 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 Sometimes we, the answer no is the best answer. Right. Yeah. Um, I said, what about action? You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's the story of the film. yeah. Um, yeah, so so uh, where do you put action into this mix? Well, I don't know. I'm yeah. thinking they needed to have action and they were going to be stuck, but, you know... People were crying out to Moses, but it wasn't Moses who took the first step. It was someone else. Right. Um, what, what does, um, maybe Moses was praising. I don't know. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, so it's, um, uh, it's a good point. I mean, I, I, I actually, I mean, I think that... I mean, do uh, need both, really? Yeah, and I think that, that the action in that instance... Kind of, uh, um, I don't know if I would say goes far say it proves what Nativo Shalom was talking about here. But what what, Nach, what Nachshon had at that moment was um, was was faith and trust in God, right? Which so that action itself was an act of praise, right? Um, um, I believe in a God who can do these things, right? Um, and and like that that action was a statement of of God's greatness or Nachshon's belief in God's greatness. So I think. Um, so that that's actually a really um, uh, beautiful idea, a beautiful example, and I, and I think also an indication of of why this is actually useful wisdom, right? There's a there's a way in which we get caught up in you know fetching about our needs or our presumed needs, right? Um, when uh, what would actually be most helpful for us is um, is 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 hope. And, uh, and, uh, and and optimism and trust and uh, and and expressions of gratitude and uh, and, and joy, right? Um, not to say that, that that if you you know focus on the positive, all good will come to you. Um, but chances are better that good will come to you if you are a positive. If you're positive, uh, I think, than if you're negative, because it has uh, uh, impact on your. Uh, on on your well being, so let's say it's it's recovery, let's say it's whatever, right? You you just act, you function differently, you physiologically function differently, uh, um, uh, actively function differently. Or it's a, let's 
whether it's illness or whether it's, you know, I'm, uh, I, I just lost a big business deal or whatever it is that we, that we feel like we need to pray for, um, um, uh, praise, uh, enables us, I think, to get ourselves back on the right path in a way that asking for God to help us may not. It's, it's the knowing uncertainty that a door slams in our face, but God will open a better one. Right. Right. Uh, it's up to us to recognize that better one. Right. <laughs> Right. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 I was spending a little bit of time with uh, positive psychology in the past couple of weeks, and uh, one of the insights that, that they have is that the brain has a negativity bias. Um, you know, so you, you're right. You, you tend to focus on things that are wrong in life rather than things that are that are good in life. Um, you know, even right. I, I could probably come up with a million examples of how that's the, the, how it's true. It certainly rings true in my life. Um, and there's good evolutionary reasons why we have a negativity bias, right? Um, uh, because it, it was a survival mechanism. Um, it doesn't really serve us particularly well in our context. Um, uh, and, and so here's, I think, a really great example, right? The petitionary prayer uh, feeds off of the negativity bias, right? Uh, but what is actually helpful for us is to transcend the negativity bias, right? To realize that things are actually much better than we usually give them credit for, right? Um, uh, the negativity is usually a, a small portion of what's going on in our, our life, but we fixate on it, right? And so praise enables us to actually see um, see what's good, right? To see, because it's, it's one thing to say, okay, you know, um, I believe that when a door closes, God will open a window. Um, it's another thing to live our lives, uh, with a, with an orientation to the world, looking for the open windows, right? Believing that the windows are going to be open and, and because we'll look for them in the world. So I think that that's a really uh, beautiful idea. And I think that that hints to the wisdom of what he's, what, what Nitiv Wachalom is saying here, um, is that, uh, um, Praise is on a higher level than petition. Um, and so on Shabbat, we only praise. Uh, thoughts, questions before we uh, go on um, to the next page? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I think that I, I think that there's uh, I can't I can't point to studies off the top of my head, but I'm 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 convinced that there is good scientific research to show that. I mean, you can see it now, by the way, and like in in the way hospitals are uh, changing themselves, and and you really have been changing themselves over the over the but the the um, the the customer experience at a hospital now, like that's the sort of new frontier. Hospitals is is. Uh, um, uh, the, or the guest experience, I guess you could say, right? Um, Have you seen the new children's hospital downtown? Uh-uh. It's amazing. I just um, was fortunate to take a tour through just the, the public spaces, I guess. And mm-hmm. They have a, a, a lovely patio and garden outside and interactive things right. inside. And I was speaking to somebody who works there the other day, and she said on all the floors, and it's all outpatient, it's not, it's not inpatient, but... Um, she said on all the floors they have interactive things for the um, children who have been tre- being treated wow. there. It's kind of amazing if you yeah. have the opportunity. It's really spectacular. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check. Hopefully I don't have like an actual need to go no, there. But, uh, but yeah, but I'll go check it out. And, um, but I think that that, that, that points out where hospitals realize, and for kids maybe a little bit more of a no-brainer, but, but for adults too, that, um, that, that happy patients uh, tend to uh, heal uh, faster and make make quicker and make more full recoveries, um, 
and uh, um, uh, there's this great book that I read called um, Being Mortal by um, a doctor named Atul Gawand, or Atul Gawandi, I, don't, I don't, actually don't know how to pronounce his last name, um, G-A-W-A-N-D-E. Um, and a good portion of the book uh, was talking about um, uh, uh, care for the elderly um, and how much um, how how much like life expectancy of people who are in like independent living or living in uh, um, facilities that have um, pets or like you know things to do um, these sort of like things that reflect life and, uh, and enable people to feel like they actually have something to live for rather than, you know, spending all day, like, uh, having their problems being tended to and therefore focusing on their problems. Exactly. Right. Helps people live longer and healthier. Yeah. Lots of times. So like, uh, for a while, even out at the Charlotte they had, um, it was a playground or a pool or something like that. And they had like this on both sides. I mean, it was yeah. great for the children. I mean, it was a real um, high for the people who were living there. I don't think it's happening now. Oh, no? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Other, other things that help is, is uh, good friend is a Reiki master and belongs to a group that works in the hospitals in Winchester, Virginia. Uh-huh. And they call it therapeutic touch instead of Reiki, it gets by, and, but the, the doctors and nurses and all know that because of this prayer-type treatment, it helps, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. people petitioning for others right. uh, can be more help than, than the prayer of self. Right. Um. Does a grand group still meet at the center? Do you know? Which group? It's called a, it used to be called a grand group, and it was a group for seniors that met on on Tuesdays. And I know that when Maggie was in preschool, they routinely had lunch. The two groups had lunch together. I don't know what uh, I mean, there is a group. There are. Uh, for seniors, it wasn't that 5100. No, 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 not that. Um, but there is a group of like seniors that does that. That sometimes like the different clergy. Uh, teaches uh, uh, teaches to maybe that's it. It's primarily women. Um, okay, uh, bottom of bottom right hand side of page two, uh, same topic, same column. There's just a uh, he sort of goes through uh, the uh, Shabbat service from Friday night through Saturday, and uh, and you know uh, kind of points out uh, the ways in which different parts of the Shabbat service uh, uh, connect back to this idea and this, this theme. Um, I thought that that was a little, um, 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 a little repetitive. So, um, um, but just to tell you what we're skipping over. Um, so you're at 30? I'm not 30. Yeah. Line 30. The gam tefilot norim, right? So the same is true for the prayer services of, of the holidays and the high holidays. Right? So you don't have uh, um, uh, 
uh, prayers in those on those days that uh, um, that ask for compassion and uh, and 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 make petitions. Elakula shira because so rather all of it is song and pouring out the soul before God. Right, and so uh, the the so the difference between Shabbat prayer and like holiday prayer is that there's a little bit more. Kvetching uh, in holiday prayer, uh, but not necessarily like requests, right? So we we uh, lament in uh, in the prayer services on Passover and Sukkot and Shavuot the fact that we uh, that the temple was destroyed and we were exiled from the land, um, and that we 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 still live in a, a broken world. Um, uh, right? And so there's yearnings expressed that God will return and uh, and have compassion for us and, and on uh, God's sanctuary. Um, right? And that we want God to reveal the um, the the glory of God's sovereignty uh, on us uh, speedily. Right, and so similarly on the high holidays, uh, that all the prayers are filled with uh, yearnings uh, for God to reveal God's presence uh, and uh, rule over the whole world um, in the uh, in God's glory. So what he's saying is that those aren't really petitions; um, those are really praising of God. Right, I, I think that he might be making a little bit of a stretch there. They sound kind of petitionary to me, but I guess what he's saying is that they're petitions of a different sort than um, than saying like you know like oh yeah, I could use another you know a uh, uh, hundred thousand dollars, right? Or like um, like um, you know um, someone's sick, God forbid, my family or something like that. Like these petitions are. Um, uh, are expressions of longing for a close and intimate relationship with God, right? So in that sense, they are still like the love poetry of praise, right? Um, it's, um, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's the same to, um, uh, um, I'm trying to think of a good, um, a good example of this, um, mind is sort of drawing a blank now, but if you think about like um, a, a love song that's all about sort of like like uh, piling, you know, praise on a person, and also a love song, it's you think you would similarly identify it as a love song, but the the course of it is more like you know. Um, uh, I love you, but you're gone. You know, why can't you love me back? Like that sort of thing, right? It's still a love song. It still expresses like the longing soul, longing for relationship. It's just sort of, uh, it's just a different kind of direction. Um, but he says that, uh, that, um, that those kind of prayers that are, that, you know, even though most of the prayer service of the holidays and high holidays is very similar to Shabbat, you still have those things that you might interpret as being petitionary. Is that that really they're not petitionary? Right? Really, they are um, uh, expressions of, of longing for closeness with God, um, which is not which is not in his definition petition. Right? Petition is more like I need things in my life outside of relationship with God. 
These are these are only uh, songs of praise before God. Right? Uh, and they express this highest level of clinging to God through song. Right? So, um, so in, in the same vein as, as the love poetry that we were talking about before, as uh, being something that draws lovers closer together, right? this sort of thing, even though it's a little bit more negative in nature, um, uh, uh, accomplishes the same effect. We're going to move on in a moment to a slightly uh, different topic, um, which is uh, about uh, petitionary prayer specifically and how that accomplishes uh, or enables us to accomplish this goal of Tveikut, of, of clinging to God. So before we move to that, any comments, thoughts, questions?